reference him right now in the name of Jesus. Reference him right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, O oh God, for the opportunity, O oh God. In your presence, O oh God, you didn't have to do it, but we thank you, O oh God. So we are in your form of worship, O oh God. Give us strength on this morning. Father, let us not be caught in our flesh, let us not be caught in our emotions, but be caught in us in the spirit, and we thank you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree, O oh God, that you begin to move on this morning, O oh God. Father, I come against every headache I have. I come against everything, every pain in my body. I cause the affliction to go to the root. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you, on this Amen. We thank you, on this Amen. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
Every nursing facility right now, we're calling it, calling them out right now. I'm in Berry, I'm the Bridgeport, in the name of Jesus. I'm going to have an in-store in the name of Jesus. No, 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 Kalanu, Raba, Sheke, Nana, Chiranaba, Robose, Mandi Adabo, the Kuraba, Sheke, Nana, Dalabo, Christ, or Nana, the Smith family, Andalaba, the Kundalaba, Sheke, the Deva, or Lucas, right now, in the name of Jesus, or in her arm, Nana, 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 Nadia, Robose, Kendana, Shandere, Mandia, Soko, Denya, Dosu, Radana, Sheke, Yanana, Moko, Ramane Shandanaba, so called the lady, Nana Nama, she can there, Rana, she there, Ramade, Isha, Pura, Rabobo, so called Nana Namania, so called the Risha, Nana Mandia, Robo, the key, Panda, she, Rabba, she, Ramanamo, Sandanabe, Nianana, Robo, so called, begin to move right now on that family right now, in the name of Jesus. Rana, Shedere, Ramabu, Pontu, Rana, Poku, Ranada, Shede, Nanabu, Sik, Magia, Dadabu, Sik, Kendanabu, Shinanama, Inanama, the King family, and Nanana, Nanana, Rabu, Poku, Nenegani, Yanabu, Sukundi, Shanda, Ramanabu, Sik, Father, we thank you. Yanaba, Rabu, Sukanada, Nenanama, Yanada, Rabu, Sandada. May Yanaba. Father, we thank you, O oh God. 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 Na 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 na. Shanda na na na. Yere 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 yere. Shanda na na. Father, we thank you, O God. 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 We thank you. Amen. We thank you for everybody coming in on Sunday morning now. Amen. On this morning where we spread the word of God internationally. Amen. Announcements as follows. Amen. Announcements as follows. Amen. Tuesday night in God's word. Prophet G.L. Uh, J. Thomas, amen, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Amen. On Wednesday night, Apostolic Alignment, amen, Chief Apostle Martin Tate, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Amen. Thursday night, a man for prayer, amen, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Amen. And on Sunday morning, which is yours truly, amen, Apostle Dr. E.L. Robinson, amen, at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Amen. On today, and Sunday night exposure, amen, to be announced, amen, which is twice a month, amen. So we thank God for what He's doing, amen, and see, amen. We're going to uh, begin to turn, amen. So uh, the Bible to the Word of God on this morning, amen. Just to be patient with us, amen, and get ready to turn into, amen, the Word of God on this morning. Amen. Oh, amen. Just bear with me, amen. I'm going to turn 
my Bible from here. Those who want to tune in, amen, too. You all are prophetic shift, amen, throughout the week. Amen. Turn on the other prophetic shift throughout the week. Amen. Please call in in those appointed times and dates. Amen. Call from 166, amen, 4203-44. Amen. Just bear with us one moment. And then let's return to the word of God from this morning. We're going to go into the Word of God on today, and we're going to talk about what affliction is. Amen. Many of us are going through an affliction. Amen. In our lives, at some point, we are experiencing uh, the affliction. Amen. Some say the affliction is for us, and then some say the affliction is for those uh, uh, God is punished. Amen. And it's not uh, it's not that because remember, Job went through that affliction. Amen. He went through that affliction himself. Amen. And when he went through that affliction, amen. And then he did not deserve it. He was a, a man that was um, favorable favorable by God. Amen. Even though we don't deserve it. Amen. If we look at the word affliction, amen, affliction and affliction, amen, the definition of affliction means that affliction means that caused pain, that caused suffering, amen, and caused a physical information or a mental information. Amen. And if we begin to look up that word amen affliction. Amen. Affliction in the Greek means coco tapio. Amen. Coco tapio means pain and suffering. Uh, it means uh, 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 some type of adversity that comes up against you. Amen. And the purpose of the affliction, whether we like it or not, Amen. Uh, falls in several categories. It falls in several categories. And the several categories that it falls into, amen, uh, one of the major ones is repentance. And affliction falls in repentance. Amen. It doesn't mean that the, the, the person, because the person deserves it. Amen. It means a reverence. Um, reflection, affliction also falls in the form of rejoicing. Amen. It's a test. Remember, affliction is considered as a test. Affliction also um, um, also goes in the form of building your character. How many say building your character? Yes, affliction goes. It takes you through a systematic process. And when you're going through a systematic process through affliction, amen, there's a stage in our lives that, amen, we're going to talk about uh, the major one we're going to talk about, amen, is learning how to stand firm in your affliction. Standing firm in your affliction, amen. So we're going to turn, amen. And they give me give that credit as I begin to decrease and the Holy Spirit begins to uh, increase, amen, as I, as I begin to decrease on this morning. Amen. To be able to stand firm. Are we willing to stand firm in our affliction? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Are we willing to stand firm in our affliction? Even though that we are, our body is racking with pain, even though that we're moving, amen, constantly moving on a daily basis, and it seems like your body is not resting, but at a certain point of time, amen, your body begins to shut down. So he's saying, are we willing to stand firm? In our affliction, Amen. So we're gonna go to Second Corinthians, Amen. On this morning, Amen. Just bear with me, and as we begin to read Second Corinthians on this morning, Amen. For those who want to contact and be with us, Amen, and support the ministry, the radio ministry, Amen. Thank your reward and send your send your 
uh, donation to Cash App, Amen, the Robertson, E. Robertson, Amen, on today, or the defendant through Amen, Arzell, Amen, at Apostolic, Amen, AFPS Education, Amen, although we do educate you through the Word of God, Amen, on today. All right. So we're going to turn to the second uh, Corinthians on this morning. Amen. We're going to go to chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4 this morning. Amen. All right. Just bear with me, guys. Amen. Second Corinthians, amen, chapter 4. And we're going to read verse 8 and 9 on today. 8. And nine. Second Corinthians and then eight and nine. And then just bear with me one moment. Second Corinthians eight and nine. Thank you, Jesus. All right, I'm just waiting for everybody that can have Second Corinthians. All right, and then we'll be able to move forward. We're going to read Second Corinthians. Okay. Second Corinthians. You're going to go to the fourth chapter. We're going to read first eight and nine. All right. All right. When everybody has it, say amen. All right. All right. Okay. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eight and nine. It says, "We press hard on every side." But not crushed, not perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Not destroyed. Amen. So it lets you know that, all right, the affliction, amen. Remember we talked about affliction, talked about it's a physical suffering or a mental suffering. It's something that is an antidote that causes pain. Amen. Sometimes, amen, it's the loss of your loved one that caused the pain. Sometimes it's in the midst of you're on your job. There's something there that has caused the pain. There is a little headache that caused the pain. There is anxiety that caused the pain. And just because it's pressed on every side doesn't mean it's meant to crush you. Amen. So what they're saying, what would you think that would hurt you? will not kill you. And then we are pressed on every side. We are but we're not crushed. Even though it's perplexed, that means that sometimes the medical science may not able to understand what's going on in your body, but God understands and then what's going on in your body. The Bible says the scripture say whose report that we shall believe and we shall what believe the report of the Lord. He said perplexed, something that is perplexed meaning that is unacceptable to what man can understand, but it's only what, what, what God can understand. What, what may, may medical science may say, that's not what God says. That's what the doctors may say, amen, but that's not what God says. Whose report you shall believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. He said, but not despair. Do not be in despair. That means in the midst of the the, the, what you're going through, your affliction, amen, you're going through, amen, don't get so frustrated. I can understand that because I can stay in the state of, conflict, of affliction, amen, in my body, and I would sometimes get frustrated because I did not understand what was going on, but God knew what was going on. Even though he did assign doctors, amen, to understand what's going on, amen, in my body, amen, but God knows exactly what I do, amen, exactly what I'm supposed to do. And then it also says in the scripture, it says obey the, the law of the land, meaning that even though we follow instructions, what the doctor says, 
does not mean does not mean that's the final state. So, and it, uh, the doctor does not have how long that we have to live. And then I, I heard a lady on the bus um, yesterday of yesterday, and she wasn't able to be lifted up. And uh, um, the bus driver had her stuff on there, and they was getting ready to move her stuff. And uh, in the midst of the lady had a walker and a walker, amen. And she was not able to get on that bus, and she was pregnant on top of that. And her complication also said that she had to get a, a liver transplant, and she did not get a liver liver transplant. She would not live alone. But I remember when I spoke to her in her affliction, and then as I began to lift her up on that bus, and I said, just hold on to me tight. I know this is COVID, but I need you to hold on to me tight. Amen. As I begin to lift you, I put my lifting belt on and I begin to lift her and I said, okay, I gave instructions to someone in the back. I need you to take that walker away. She's like, take the walker. Yes, take the walker. And I want you to rely and put your pressure on me. As she began to put a pressure on me, I began to lift and she began to scream. Amen. I began to lift her and I said, at the count of three, I want you to begin to lift your body. Use all your body, all your power in it to lift. And she began to lift. Amen. I gave instructions in the back for the individual to lift from the back. I said, lift from the back and, and lift from the back. Amen. And she's going to be able to pull Pella on the bus. And as she began to tell her on the bus, amen, she said, she began to tell the Lord, thank you. Tell the Lord, thank you. I said, tell the Lord, thank you for your husband. Even though, yes, yeah, that, that is coming. The liver transplant is coming. And she was going through plasma. So she said, it's the plasma, amen, that's saving her life. And I said, but it's God that's saving your life. Amen. God is using that plasma to save your life. He said, but the afflictions, he said, yes, the afflictions is good. Amen. Because it's used as a form of a testimony. It says we are pressed on every side, but not crushed. Now, it doesn't mean that God is punishing. That some in the Bible, there are two scriptures in the Bible that talks about, amen, which is uh, Isaiah 45 and 7, which you can read as your leisure, and Amos 3 and 6 talks about the affliction, and it because it was a form of a punishment, but also it was an affliction to show God's glory. Amen. So I believe the affliction that I'm going through, amen, that God will get the glory out of it. The affliction that that lady was going through on the bus, God will get the glory on it out of it because he's going to show forth and manifest his miracle. We are pressed on every side, but not crushed, amen, but not despaired. Even though that we are persecuted, even through our body, even all, oh, but he said, even though we're persecuted, he's never leaving us nor forsake you. And he said, but not destroy. We know the job of the enemy is to kill what the still destroy. He cannot kill you. What he thinks will kill you will not hurt you. Amen. Amen. He said, kill, steal. He may steal from you, but God will replenish and give it back. He said, destroy. He said, the job of the enemy is destroyed. But God said, amen, that he will not destroy. He said, what will think they will kill you would not hurt you. What they think they will hurt you would not kill you. What they think they will hurt you would not destroy you. What they think they will hurt you would not what this meant to you. He said, but your affliction is your suffering and pain and physical and men mental uh infirmity. Coco Pafel means the affliction. Coco Apel means affliction. Amen. We got to recognize that affliction. He said not abandoned. Amen, not destroy. But if you read from the King James Version, it says we have trouble on every side, uh, yet not distressed, yet not, yes, we are perplexed. That means that we're somewhere baffled. Amen. The word perplexed talks about that we are baffled because we don't understand the nature of the, affirm, uh, of the affirmity. We don't understand where it's coming from. We don't know if it's, it's coming from the generation. We don't know if it just comes up uh, unknown. That's what they mean by perplexed. But in the midst of it, do not, amen, get despaired. They mean don't give up, amen, don't give up. And that's what the Lord was telling me this morning. Don't give up. Don't give up this morning. Even though that you are, affliction is there, amen, don't give up. You know what it is. You know what it is and know what needs to be resolved. Don't give up, amen. Father, we thank you for that word. We thank you, amen. We're going to go to, amen, go to another scripture, amen. Psalm 34, let's go to Psalm 34, 19 and 20. We're going to go to Psalm 34, so everybody turn their Bibles. We're not going to be very long. Amen. Psalm 34. 
uh, 34th chapter. Everybody turn to the 34th chapter. For those who are listening, amen. The 34th chapter song, amen. And we're going to go to the 19th, 18th and 19th verse. The 19th and 20th verse, amen. Go on to this. Amen. You can underline this to your Bible. The 19th and the 20th verse. Amen. We're talking about eviction. Amen. But God is there to rescue you in the midst of your affliction. Amen. One second. All right. Go to Psalm. All right. And we're going to turn. Amen. Turn to. Amen. The 34. Psalm 34. All right, and we're gonna go through. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait another second, and then for those who are listening, and then to turn to your Bible. Thank you, Jesus. Um, come on. For those who are listening. All right, 34. Amen. Okay. It says, everybody got it, 19 and 20? All right, it says, the righteous person may have many troubles, but it tells you that we are not exempt from it. But the Lord delivers them from all. He protects his bones. And not one of them be broken. Amen. So that, see, even though that the job of the enemy is to kill, to kill, steal, and destroy, it's, 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 that's the assignment. Understand? That's the assignment. But not one bone in your body will be broken. In other words, he said that infirmity that you have on your body will not kill you. Amen. He says, let not thy enemy wrongfully overjoice over me. Amen. That, that's the 30, uh, 34. Go to 34. Amen. 34. 8 and 9. And, okay. And it's 19. I think it's 19 and 20. Amen. We are 19 and 20. All right. 34. Psalm 34. 19 and 20. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them all. He protects their bones and not one bone broken. That lets you write, that lets you know that even though that we are going through our affliction, and they said the righteous, the righteous, you understand, you see, we said the righteous person may have many troubles. So they cannot, no one can sit there and tell you, oh, the reason why you're going through your affliction is because you have sinned. Now, affliction, not the, 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 the original word from affliction does come from evil. Okay? Remember that, remember Job. When, when God allowed the enemy, amen, to cause affliction on Job, that does not mean that Job deserved it. Job did not deserve it. The only reason why he caused an affliction on Job, just like he caused affliction on us, one, we have the favor of God. One, we have the favor of God. Man doesn't have favor, but God has favor. What he was trying, what he was doing was getting the glory out of his affliction. So, in other words, he said, even through the righteousness, God is giving, getting the glory out of. He said he don't get the glory out of, uh, out of, um, the fiction of a sinner. No, but he said he gives the, gets the glory out of the, the righteous. Amen. Now, he can turn an affliction around, a struggle. A, affliction also means, uh, uh, also identify as a struggle. So that affliction, amen, is a struggle, amen, in a person that is a sinner. Amen. When God reached out to them, that affliction delivers them. Amen. He gets the glory out of it. Amen. We're not supposed to rejoice, amen, at our enemies when they're down. That's what the scripture says. We're not supposed to rejoice when someone that is suffering because of their sin, amen, is going through the affliction and we'll laugh at them. And that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to what pray for them. Pray for them. It says the Bible says, pray for the, the ones that would despitefully use you. Pray for the ones that talk about you. Pray for the ones that persecute you. Pray, even pray for the ones that put, put mouth on you. 
my body is aching. I understand you. Say, yeah, you say you should make you whole. But you got to make the complaint first in order to make you whole. You cannot say, God, make me whole, and you're not telling God where it everything to make you whole. Okay? I'm pain in my body, you know? And, and also, it says, uh, it says, they shall lay hands on them and they shall recover, meaning that it takes another person to touch the power of meaning for the healing to move. Yes, your faith, it says your great faith will make you move, but if your faith is not strong enough at that, it takes two people, amen, it says when two or three are gathered in his name, the spirit of the true living God is in the midst. Paracletos is in the midst. That healing process can take place because there's two or three. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. But it also takes one person to activate with that person because sometimes your faith is not strong in other areas. Your faith is strong as well in other areas, but then there's other faith, uh, other areas that we may not be strong in. And that's so, that's why we're there for, for the faith, the faith building. And he said, stand firm in your city. Amen. Let's go to Acts. Amen. We're going to go to Acts. We, went, we read uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. We read Psalms. Amen. Chapter 34, verses 19 through 22. Um, and then we're going to read, let's go to 2 Corinthians. Go back to 2 Corinthians. We're going to go back to 2 Corinthians. And we're going to read the first chapter. First chapter of 2 Corinthians. So when you have your Bible, you're going to turn to it. And I will wait. Amen. All right. You're going to go to 2 Corinthians. Go back to 2 Corinthians. Amen. That is in the New Testament. Amen. 2 Corinthians. And that's going to go to first chapter. Let's go to the first chapter, guys. 2 Corinthians. We'll go to the first chapter. All right. Because we're talking about affliction. And then go to the first chapter. And then we're going to go to the sixth and seventh verse. All right. I'm going to wait a couple more seconds. Wait a couple more seconds. Thank you, Jesus. Couple more seconds. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And we're gonna go to the sixty seven verse. Let's read. All right, everybody. All right, sixty seven. It says, and whether we be afflicted, it is for our consolation and salvation. And what is effectual in during the same suffering, and then we shall suffer or we shall be comforted in the midst of the consolation and salvation. Seven verse, and our hope is in steadfast knowing that ye are the partaker of the suffering. So that means we are designed and built to take part of the suffering because Christ suffered. So he shall also have the consolation. All right. It talks about that. In other words, it's saying that if you know, if we are distressed, meaning that we are uh we're just we're just running in dismay right now. It says the purpose of that affliction is to comfort is your comfort and salvation. Now remember he said the comfort, he left behind the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. And he also left behind salvation. That is what we delivered from the power of sin. He said if we comfort it, it's your comfort. It produces patient endurance. So in other words, in the midst of the affliction, it produces patience. In the midst of your, I'm going to say it again, in the midst of your affliction, it produces patience. The word endurance also means to have patience in your affliction, in your suffering. All right? I'm going to say it again one more time. It says, in the midst of your affliction, amen, is your comfort and salvation, which produce patience and endurance of the same time. But it says, our hope 
and um, is infirm because we know that we share our suffering by sharing the suffering from the cross. Amen. That means he took both of the suffering. Amen. But as a believer, we ain't talking about as being Christians and, and as being uh, knowing God and being spiritual. We're talking about as believers. We are believers because we believe that Christ died for our remission of our sins. He had, well, we believe that he rose on the third day. But he said, I'm suffering. So in the midst of that, he has left the Holy Spirit behind to comfort us in the midst of our systematic process of being delivered from something. All right? So I delivered from something. You can put, I have been delivered from this. I have been delivered from this problem. I have been delivered from the past issues. I have been delivered from something. So he left his comforter behind, amen, so we can be delivered from something. But in the midst of being delivered from something, amen, he's, he's building our patience even in the midst that we're suffering. But yet, we make a complaint to God. We're complaining. We're complaining. Stop complaining. No, I, 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 I like, okay, maybe I'm But then when I started looking into the word, looking into the word, it, yeah, we're complaining. We're complaining because we want to get delivered from something. We got to make it openly. We can't just say, not say anything. No, we have to make it openly. Job made his complaint openly. And then after he made it openly, then he was delivered from it. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Okay. The scripture, amen. The scripture. Amen. Acts. Let's turn to Acts. We got two more chapters. Two more verses. Two more. Amen. We're going to get ready to close out on this morning. Acts chapter 14. If nobody can turn to Acts, that is the New Testament. Amen. Acts. It's also called the Acts of the Apostles. We're going to turn to chapter 14. Amen. Chapter 14. All right, Acts chapter 14, verses 20, 20 and 21. So I'm going to give it a few seconds, and then we're going to turn, and then to that chapter. Suffering the martyrs, 
amen, many of people there have suffered, amen, and went on, amen, the righteous suffered the affliction, but also says to enter the kingdom of God, we must go through many hardships. So, once again, take your concern and take your command to the Lord, that hardship, and we all go through hardships, it causes us to go into the spirit realm. That's the purpose of the hardship. That's the purpose of the affliction. Not saying pray, yes. The purpose of us praying, we pray throughout the day. We have our daily communication. We're going to have some good days. We're going to just pray. And then on the other day, we're going to have really bad days. We're really going to have to pray. So, in other words, he's not telling us just to pray when we have a bad day. But we got to pray throughout, develop that form of communication between you and God. That's what prayer is, a communication between you and God and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Amen. Which Jesus Christ has left behind. Amen. Matthew 24 and 9, New Testament. Amen. That is in the Synoptic Gospels. 24. Amen. 24 chapters of Matthew. And you know the verse 9 goes directly to verse 9. All right. My God. Matthew 24. So for those who are looking. My God. Matthew 24. All right, and let's go to verse 9 for those who are listening. Amen. Now turn in. All right, the last verse, the ninth, it says, Jesus. All right, number nine. It says, There will be hand over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be nation because of me. What does that tell you? It's saying that you will be persecuted and be put to death. Why? He said because of nations. You're going to be hated all nations because of me. So that means you make up your mind and tell God, yes, you're going to go through some suffering. That doesn't sound too pleasurable, right? You're going to go through some persecution. Mm, that really doesn't sound too pleasurable. You're going to go through some adversity. Hmm. You're going to go through some hell. That's what they say. And then that means going through trouble, experiencing trouble because of me. Okay? Because of me, you will go through. Amen. And he said nation will rise against nation and kingdom will rise against kingdom. And he's talking about right now what's going on right now. And the kingdom they're talking about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of, of, of the devil, which is Satan's synagogue. And then they're, going to, they're rising up. Every time that he, you make a decision, there's always a fight in the heaven. Amen. Because of the decision that we make. Amen. You'll rise up. Amen. So he said we were going to begin to have those things. So he's talking about afflictions right now. Yeah, they talk about affliction. Like I said, there's a, a scripture that talks about affliction because it was a form a punishment, but then when you go, it, it uh, some some people say that the scriptures are contradiction, but it's not a contradiction because when Christ went to the cross, he took our affliction, right? But he left behind those afflictions. Why? As a form of a reminder to let you know that you was not all, when you were born into the world, you were not perfect. We were born into sin, but through his Reconciliation, we were able to get a second chance. Through his reconciliation, we were able to go. We were able to withstand the wiles of the enemy. Amen. Um, he used, uh, if you if you look at uh, James one and eight, James one first chapter two and four talks about that. Even through our afflictions that we're going through, help us build our character. Amen. Build our character. Yes even through our affliction, amen, and even through what Job went through. He's a perfect example, amen. Uh, Joseph is one of the, uh, another perfect example, 
Amen. They went through those afflictions, amen. Uh, and it, what it did, it helped them build their character. And yes, affliction will come repent. It depends on the intention. If a son will cause you repent, the son will cause the affliction to, uh, to build our character and to build our strength. Um, that, that, to build character, James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, you can read it your leisure. And you can read uh, Peter, Peter, amen, um, chapter 18, verse 67, and also read um, Hebrews, amen, chapter 12, verse 10, 11. You can read at your convenience, amen. I'm going to turn this scripture. I'm going to get ready to close out, amen. And also it says um, Romans 28 and 28. You can read and Romans 8 and 28. Matter of fact, we can read it right now. Um, let us explain to us why what we are going through is affliction. Amen. So that means affliction. And so it's all complaining, but it, the, the Bible says that we should make the complaint before the Lord because Job did it. Job made that complaint to the Lord because of the pain that he was experiencing. Amen. So now I understand why we complain. Amen. Why we complain. Why we complain. All right. Let's go to let's go to Romans and and this will this will just close out for today. Amen. I pray that the word was enrichment to you guys. Amen. For those who are listening on the podcast, Amen. Eight and twenty-eight. You go to eight twenty-eight. Amen. Eight and twenty-eight. It says, and we know all things work together for those that love God and who are called according to His purpose. I mean, all things work together for good. That means the good, the bad, the ugly. So that means our affliction. I mean, that's the major scripture. And that's the one that we constantly keep repeating, but we never go through the other part of it while we go through our afflictions. Amen. So it says the righteous man goes through uh, afflictions. We go through have many troubles. Amen. That's what the scripture says. The righteous man. Amen. It's not because of sin, but we go through because of misery, um, weakness of and then after the rest, uh, after he had uh, took our burden to the cross, people figured that, oh, he took our burden to the cross, so we're not going to have any pain. We're not going to have no suffering. We're not going to have no. He took it to the cross and for humanity, amen, but it was designed for the believers. My God, it was designed for the believers to go through, he said, amen, the afflictions, amen. It was designed for us to go through afflictions and and even though, yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair that we go through what we go through. It's really not fair what we go through, what we go through. Amen. And then so God can get the glory out of it. And then we thank God, everybody, for in to ELR Prophetic Church on today. Amen. On today. Amen. Uh, for Sunday morning manner. Amen. I've been your spiritual innovator for today. Amen. I'm about to talk to you a lot. Amen. On today. Amen. For those who want to tune in. Amen. Throughout the week. Amen. Uh, Sunday night explosion. Amen. Um, usually it's, uh, we try to do it every Sunday night and every Sunday. Amen. But every other Sunday or somehow we uh, put different speakers on. Amen. But amen on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. For those who are resting. Amen. And those constantly are tuning into the word of God going throughout the week. Amen. But make sure y'all tune in mainly on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and Sunday morning. Tune in even on Sunday night if you can. Amen. So to, to get in contact with our podcast team, um, call us at one six three six four two two zero three four four. Amen. Send your prayer request out to us. Amen. And we are one of our leaders will um, definitely pray with you. God bless you. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue the rest of the divide in this kingdom forever. More until we meet again. God bless you. And thank you for tuning in to ELR. Amen.